How are we, ladies and gentlemen? Michael Valor here, welcoming you. I believe it's night where I am right now. It may not be night um, wherever you are on earth. So I want to make sure that I reach out to you through these sound waves and touch you for the second time in the Mind of Valor podcast or experience or documentation, whatever it may be. And I've been struggling. I've been struggling. And the reason why I say that I've been struggling is because I'm trying to find out exactly where my medium is for what I need to be saying to you and how I need to be perceived through what I'm saying to make sure that it has the maximum level of impact. Today, I want to talk about relationships. Um, The reason why I want to talk about them because they're fascinating. They, They like legitimately fascinate me. Why? Because everything is based off of relationships. I, I like to point out facts mainly facts more than anything else facts and why why facts mike why are facts so important because simple facts are extremely overlooked in day-to-day society we're walking around on cement blocks asphalt that we've paved over the earth and we believe that we are civilized human beings because we have a coat and we've shaved and uh, i mean now is not the time to shave because girls like the beard you know what i'm saying but we shave you know what I'm saying? We shave and we walk in these streets and we act like everything's okay. Like, like there's nothing factually going on or, or, or to, to not question what is going on. And I think one of the main points um, that needs to be drawn to people's attention is that we're all human beings. I know, crazy, right? Right? So crazy because it's like, what are you talking about? Well, of course we're all human beings. Well, there's nothing else there, isn't there? Right? There's animals, but they're not conscious. Okay, well, not as conscious at at the very least, or maybe you believe animals are as conscious, but they haven't formed portions of the brain at least to to have some meaningful conversation with. I know they're great listeners. I know your dog listens to you. I'm not saying your dog doesn't listen to you. I'm not saying your cat doesn't feel when you you get sick and and it purrs and it comes up to you. I'm not saying that. What I'm strictly saying is, is that they cannot have a meaningful conversation in any sort of language outside of their own, which I know scientists are proving right now that, that dolphins do speak to each other based on textual patterns and, and like their speech and like how, how, what frequencies they, they use and how frequently they use those frequencies in some sort of communication pattern. You should look into it, actually. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, dolphins definitely do communicate. Actually, they paired that with several messages that were sent to Earth. Um, at, at different times. Some were intercepted by governments, obviously. Um, some were black folder projects. Um, but other than that, we can get back to the topic. Anyway, you could do some research on that and the fact that they have um, allocated some sort of speech recognition system for dolphins and they compared that to messages that were sent to Earth from outer space that actually turned out to be some sort of language that we haven't deciphered yet or haven't been told that we've deciphered yet, but we have, because we have, most likely. Um, I would say most, most likely, like extremely, highly likely that we deciphered those um, messages. I mean, one of the f- things that I used to do back in the day, like I, my, my mind goes to this point where it's like, what's the extreme? How far can we go? How can we get to the direct answer as soon as possible? And so I'm 16 years old and I was trying to contact aliens, obviously, right? Because they've got the technology, you know what I mean? I mean, that's, that was like my, my obvious choice, but that's Mike's mind because, because it's no limits. You know what I mean? Aliens are obviously there and it's like, I can contact them and there's gotta be a way to contact them. It's gotta be some sort of radio waves that I've got to submit, um, frequencies out into the universe for such and such an amount of time, maybe in Morse code, which would be the closest thing to like a human language that they would, um, be able to pick up and understand. And 
again, who knows what their technology is or if they've already been inter- interacting with Earth and they have some sort of treaty with um, several governments or, or higher tiered um, United Nations formations um, to not interact with us. That's completely possible. Anyway, what I'm saying is we're all human beings. Okay, so you're human listening to this right now. Isn't that crazy? Look at your hands. I bet you got five fingers. And if you don't have five fingers, I am so sorry for you. You've got the rough end of the stick. And no disrespect to anyone with less than five fingers. I have 10 fingers. See how we changed that there? I believe you have 10 fingers as well. I would imagine you do. If you have no fingers, then then you're not listening to this podcast. Unless you have a very trusted ally who is with you and playing this for you next to your ear and holding it for you because you have no fingers. So you can't even hold this. So be thankful that you have such a trusted ally to even hold this phone for you to listen to this podcast, press play, whatever it may be. And maybe it's not a trusted ally. Maybe you just have a lot of money. You have enough money to pay someone to hold this phone with no, when, when you have no fingers so that you can listen to this podcast. And, and what I want to tell you is bravo. Bravo. Bravo number one for having that much money with no fingers or having earned that much money or even have coming into that much money with no fingers. Number one. Number two, thank you so much for choosing this podcast to, to fingerlessly listen to um, this, this experience. I keep calling it podcast I, and I don't like that because it's generic and I don't know what type of pod this is and I don't know where I'm casting it to really. I don't even know if I'm trying to cast anything. I, I, I don't even know if I'm in a pod. You know, I mean, I guess the pod is the universe. I'm, I'm sitting in the pod of the universe. I'm in a pod of, of my room in a pod of a, of an apartment in a pod of a building and a pod of outside of that would be the the atmosphere to me. Otherwise I'm claiming like, like imaginary boundaries. Right. So I'm in that pod of the atmosphere of earth. Right. And then I'm in the pod outside of that. Um, what I would imagine, uh, is the barrier of dark matter, dark energy vibrating next to consciousness, creating itself, um, and, and experiencing itself and being self-aware anyway, relationships. That's what we're talking about today. That's what's important. And why I say that us being humans, everybody's human. You need to find out how to deal with humans, how to understand humans. And here's the thing. I was talking to someone today and I, and I thought this was quite fascinating. Everyone in, in this generation, um, and I don't want to say everyone, that's a, that's a broad statement. Not everybody. Okay. Not you, obviously not you, right? You're fine. You're perfect. Life's going fine for you. Okay. You don't have to look in the mirror and have to justify anything against your, your will or means. Of course not because everything's going okay. Don't you worry. But everyone else is who I'm talking about. Not you, the listener. Of course not. I would never say that. Okay, so let's, let's get to it. Everyone is like, well, I'm not changing for nobody. I'm not going to change. You want me to change? Well, you don't take me how I am as is. Well, I'll tell you this. Everybody's got to change. You're changing. Whether you believe that you're changing or not, you're changing. You're experiencing new things. You're hearing new sounds, seeing new feelings. Um, and, and yes, I said seeing new feelings. I believe you see new feelings. Why? What do you mean, Mike? What do you mean you, you see new feelings? Okay, well, let, let, let me show you. Let me open your eyes a little bit. You're watching a movie. They show you certain stimuli on the screen. They place these characters in front of you that are having bickers or, or they're falling in love or, or, or a dad dies or, or Marley and me, right? Okay, that level of emotional impact. Yeah, so all of that emotional stimuli, you see feelings. You see and then you feel. 
And um, I think with all those things, you, you make these changes in life. And, and people walk around now and say, I'm not changing for anyone. Okay, that's why a lot of relationships fail. It's because people are not willing to change. They believe, well, I'm just being myself. Hey, question, who is yourself? This is one of my most famous points. Who is yourself? Yourself is a conglomerate of ideas, feelings, and things that you were told that you have now accepted over time. Things that you've experienced through your perception um, to dictate who you are. To say, oh, well, this is me, obviously, because this, 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 this. Well, I'm good at talking, or I'm really shy, or I like this food, or I'm really fat, or I can't really run, or I can do 50 pull-ups, or I can't, right? All of these little tiny things. I'm good at school. I'm good at math, right? Why? You realize that you do anything long enough, you get good at it, okay? So you're not really good or bad at anything. It's just things you've done longer. That's it. Maybe you have some sort of natural inclination that you've convinced yourself that you have, and because of that, your brain's responding to it. But outside of that, there's nothing. It's, it's a non-existent measure. So you're being yourself. You're willing to lose a relationship because you're being yourself, okay? And you're not willing to make any changes for that person. Well, then obviously you don't have any emotions for that person. When you have emotions for the person, you recognize what their social patterns are. What do they need to see, hear, feel, and touch from you in order to keep this relationship moving forward in any meaningful fashion? Your job is to then be patient, compromise, understand, be aware. And if you do love someone or you have a relationship with someone or it's a friendship even, that's a relationship, you watch how they want you to act and you act that way. You do. Why? Why would I do that? Why would I, why would I change myself? Well, here's the deal. The world's changing you regardless. So what I'm telling you is to keep the relationships in your life tight. Watch how these people interact and, and respond accordingly. Because why are you so attached to how you act in this particular moment? While, while you're not paying attention, while that awareness is not there, constantly you're changing. You don't realize how much you've changed in the last six months, 10 months. I, I listened to content that I was producing um, video-wise about 10 months ago, 12 months ago, two years ago. Way different. I mean, miraculously a different individual than I am today. And, and how? I mean, day to day, you don't see any changes, right? It's like, well, tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. And I look in the mirror and I always look the same and I always act the same and I don't see any, my nose doesn't change. My voice doesn't change. My demeanor doesn't change. My nature doesn't change, right? But I am changing. I'm changing all the time. And so are you. So my objective and in, in, in this conversation with you is to, is to get back, you know, into that depth of the mind, right? Have a little talk with you. You know, we're in that leather bound book. We're sitting in a red velvet chair. The fire is crackling on the side. I don't know if that's how fire sounds, actually. I, I'm just doing that with my human instruments. I don't have much, okay? So bear with me. We don't have a full sound crew here, all right? It's just you and I. We're having this conversation, and we're talking about everybody else, and obviously not you. Make sure that I justify that, because I don't want to point out anything wrong in you, because then you'll hate me. But the thing is, there are things wrong with you and I, both of us. And only our job is to be unlimitedly, unlimitedly, unlimitedly aware of those issues with each other and how to remedy those situations to then prove out to be a better life. Because a better life for you is maintaining those relationships, 
making sure that all these people that you're surrounded with that you admire in the moment do like you, okay? They do. You want them to like you. When people like you, what, what happens? You feel happier, okay? You do. That's a fact. When people like you, you feel happier, especially people you like. So what's, so what's the offset? Do you feel happier by staying yourself? No. Do you feel happier by, by living in that falsehood of, oh, this is me, and if they can't deal with me, they don't deserve me? No, you don't feel any happier doing that. You don't. You actually don't. So let's look at the facts. The facts are that you're going to change no matter what. Boom. Number two, all the people around you need something different. And I would wager to bet or wager to say because wagering is betting. So I would only say to wager. I will say the wager after I tell you that it was a bet. That, none of them are that aware of how they're acting or that you're aware of how they're acting. So they're just being themselves in quotations, but you can't see it because we're talking or voice right now. They're just being themselves. So you, okay, as the conscious individual who decided to listen to this podcast and get to this point, podcast, goodness gracious, is an experience. It's a documentation, whatever you want to call it, okay? You, who has been blessed with listening to it this much time, need to be the one who is aware, okay? Watch the people that you're surrounded by. Watch how they want you to interact with them. Watch what stimuli makes them affect that way. What, 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 what can I say? What can I do? How can I move? How can I feel? What can I look like to make this person respond to the way that they want to be responding to me in order to justify their current experience? And what does that do? That makes them want to be around me more and it makes them like me more. And when they like me more, what then happens? then I'm happier. So now I'm aware of the situation. I'm building upon the patterns that I know provide what stimuli from them to me. And now I can control their entire social experience with me and my personality just because I've alleviated the fact that I am not just being myself. I am being however I would like to be. And the I is now the next topic. We'll get into that another time, okay? Whatever I would like to be, who is that decision maker? If there is no me by the rights of personality or abstract thought or uh, qualities or skills, just time expenditure doing certain things and um, mental owning of facilities and factors that play a role in our day-to-day that we then exasperate and push out into the world and tell people, well, look, I am so good at speaking. You know, I love to read. You know, I can't drink hot beverages. You know, I love ice cream. You know, I'm so fast. All of those things you've accepted and told yourself is making your body push you to that limit. And if you do not believe that your brain has any effect, please take a look at what is called the placebo effect. What does that mean, Michael? That means that people were getting fake medicine and still getting cured. How are they getting cured, Michael? How could they possibly get cured by fake medicine? Well, it's called the brain. And it does amazing things when it's tricked into believing certain things. And you have the ability to trick it. And I'm telling you to be aware of that. Why? Because you're a bit of consciousness. Just a bit, though. Just a small, little, tiny speck in the whole world, in the whole universe, in the whole multiverse, in all of reality, within all dimensions of this time-space continuum, you are just nothing more than a speck and everything more than a speck. And what do I mean by that? Well, 
the speck that you are has the ability to create and influence and integrate and understand and spread and become something else. The speck that I am has become something in which I am spreading and integrating into your speck right now because your speck has no defense system. Your speck is just accepting what my speck is saying. And because of the influence of my speck to your speck, you're going to go and try to influence other specks. And maybe two or three times in the next few days, you will stop in the middle of a conversation and you'll look at somebody while you're talking to them and and time will slow down or a warp, a warp. And they'll be talking and you'll be watching and you'll be like, okay, what if I do this? What if I do that? What if I say this? This is what they want to hear. Because when you listen to people, they have the answers. Welcome to the mind of valor.